the slate is clean. The slate is clean. The slate is clean. Exodus 32, verse 15, Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the news, the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, there's the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, it's the sound of victory. It's not the sound of defeat. It's the sound of singing that I hear. But when Moses approached the camp and saw the calves and the dancing, his anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hand, breaking them in pieces at the foot of the mountain. Chapter 34, verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablet which you broke. Hallelujah. Say that. My slate is clean. I got a clean slate. This story is about Moses' 40-day absence from the people. He was in 40-day instruction and communion and partition with God. God was talking to Moses on behalf of the people, how they would know his will is because the Lord would allow it to be written. Hear me. The Lord does not take chances in Moses's retention, in your memory, or in my recall. He still gives us what's written. What's written. The Lord writes it for himself. He writes it with his own finger. What's written is called scripto, scriptures, biblios, Bible. Check out what happens to the two tablets upon which the Lord etched what we call the Ten Commandments. Although obviously in a 40-day period, God was speaking and writing much more than the Ten Commandments. Check that out in the 14 chapters following chapter 20. Moses comes down. He discovers ingratitude. The people are just throwing apart instead of touching and agreeing for their man of God in his absence. By the way, that's what you ought to be doing for your set man and just for every saint who is not in your immediate presence. You can do that. Without permission, you can pray. But look at what Moses does when he sees ingratitude. He 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 takes the two tablets of stones. You've seen it in the Ten Commandments, the movie. He throws them, dashes them on the ground, and they break in pieces. Is Moses angry? I think he is. But I call it holy anger because sin ought to upset us. And the breaking of those stones was what the people were doing to God's heart, uh, to the fellowship. You know, whenever 
we sin, or we break each other's heart. We break the word of God. So Moses dashes the stone. He throws them on the ground. That was a cultural euphemism of a breach of contract. Moses is the agent of the offended party, Jehovah. And so the dashing of the document to the ground is Moses' way of saying, you have let God down. Hallelujah. Uh, something like tearing up a contract in the face of someone who has rejected the terms. Moses got angry. But check this out. Nowhere does it say that God rebukes Moses for breaking the tablets. Uh, God was okay with Moses being upset with sin. The Lord is okay with us uh, when we get upset with wrongdoing. Now, God did not get upset this time because he knew what he was going to do. In chapter 34, he was going to do what he does for us in bringing us in a few minutes, seven minutes, into a new year. God was going to give the people a clean slate. Hallelujah. Moses didn't have to pick up the broken piece. God calls him up into the mountain a second time. He gives them a second 40-day session, and Moses discovers some new dimensions of God. As we cross over in seven minutes into a new year, I declare and decree you're going to discover something new about the Lord. You're going to take a fresh look at your old friend. I think. Every year ought to bring and renew our understanding and our devotions based upon what God is doing in light of the fact what he didn't do that he could have done. You got a clean slate. Can I tell you what you need to know about this clean slate? It testifies of God's forgiveness. Hallelujah. He's calling us into the mountain tonight, and he's telling us, I've forgiven you. God is saying, I ain't mad at y'all. Moses didn't ask for a renewal of the slates, but God gave it to him. He said, Moses, I'm giving the people another chance. You do know there's some things we committed that we didn't have enough sense to ask forgiveness for. But God released his unconditional love. You got a new slate because of his forgiveness. And I dare you to rush out in a few minutes and start in a very few minutes on the first day telling somebody, I forgive you. Will you forgive me? Uh, clean slate, not just of God's forgiveness, but of God's faithfulness. God wrote on the first set. But guess what? 
He writes on the second set. His word is on the line. Moses got to hew the stone out. But God does his own writing. The Lord might not use the same method today, but but he gives us the same word. He honors his word. Broke stones don't mean broken promises. Dashed rocks don't mean denied direction. Oh, when we think of God's faithfulness, how many times has he kept his word when we broke ours? Thank God he honors his word. I think as we move into the new year with a clean slate, we might want to start keeping our word to him more. We got a clean slate. Ah, it reminds us of God's faithfulness, God's forgiveness, God's faithfulness. And at 1156, it's, it's a word of God's fairness. The Lord was under no obligation to give Moses a repeat performance. But will you agree with your pastor? God is fair. In fact, I got a better word than fair. The Lord is gracious. The Lord is merciful. The Lord is good. The Lord will abundantly pardon. The slate is clean. Hallelujah. We deserve to be denied. We deserve to be cut off. But we're still here because the slate is clean. Some of us have messed up so bad in 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, and beyond. Just wrote and marred and defaced the word of God through our behavior. But hallelujah, God is more than fair. He's given us a clean slate. Ah, uh, I don't know how you feel about it, but he spared lies. He didn't have to let us live, but I'm glad to be in the service. I got to be careful how I write on my clean slate, on my New Year's pages. Will you be careful how you write? Will you give it your best writing? Give them your best praise. Give them your best giving. Give them your best forgiveness. Give them your best fellowship. Give them your best worship. Give them your best prayer because the slate is clean. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I want to live so God can use me. Use me, Lord, in thy service. Draw me nearer every day. Because in two minutes, we'll have a clean slate. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Glory to his name. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to his name for clean slate. Didn't have to do it. Didn't have to do it. Glad he did. Some have already left. Others will start checking out. But aren't you glad you got the promise, the faithfulness, the fairness, and the forgiveness of God? Touch yourself and say, my slate is clean. My slate is clean. My slate is clean at 11.59. Father in heaven, how we praise you and thank you. Father in heaven, how we thank you as we look back over our lives and see where you brought us and what you did. 
how you provided for us. In spite of what some said wouldn't happen, in spite of the things that we didn't do, and in spite of some of our mean ways, you're about to give us a clean slate. Thank you for what lies ahead. We're going to be careful how we write. We're going to write to your glory and honor. We're going to write so others will want to read our lives and come running what must I do to be saved. Hallelujah. At 12 a.m. right now, the slate is clean. Let's open the lines and praise the Lord just for a few minutes. Yes. Yes, yes. Tell the Lord. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. Tell the Lord, thank you. Tell the Lord, thank Yes, God. 